0: Some things in life are just simply unfair. And I can tell you this, that Atlanta Braves lineup is unfair. You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you guys for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every single day as we are free and available wherever you get your podcast, And I'm your host, Ryan Clare. You can catch me over on Twitter at ryanclare 11 and as well as the show page at LO underscore Nationals where you get your latest on everything Washington Nationals. As I am in this with you, we are diehard Nationals guys over here. So go to birdogs.com slash locked on MLB or enter promo code locked on MLB for a free water bottle with any order. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you that later on in today's show, we will be previewing game two of this four game set, the last home series of the Washington Nationals. So if you haven't already, make sure to get over Nationals Park. And wish the good guys, the Washington Nationals, some good luck. Because tonight is also 106.7 The Fan Night. And it's Keybet Ruiz Bobblehead Night. I will be over there. That's where I work. I work for 106.7 The Fan. So we'll be running around. It will be a very fun day. And I'm hearing it's going to be a huge turnout for tonight. Because Saturday, it's going to be a washout. So you're going to want to get over to the Nationals Park tonight if you aren't planning on it already. And also the Nationals did name some minor league awards as James Wood was recognized for his success so far in 2023 and as well as some other guys that you may not have heard all too much about, but we'll discuss that a little bit later. But let's start off with yesterday's loss and really just kind of bitch and moan about that. Really, that's what it is. This Atlanta Braves team... That was the story of yesterday's ball game. is that not only is this nationals team not ready to compete against them, because, let's be honest, the Atlanta Braves, they are the best team in baseball, and they maybe they might be the best organization in the entire league as well. And I truly mean that when I say that, when you just look around the roster of what they have and really all the tools and all the weapons they have, Orlando Arcia a solid shorts up, someone who hasn't really been all that great in the past. He is their nine hitter, And so far this season, he's batting 270 with a 753 OPS. Eddie Rosario, someone who's always been up and down with the Atlanta Braves. He's their eight batter, batting 260 with a 773 OPS. If you just look at those two guys right then and there, where would they fit in this nationals lineup? Where do they kind of fit in this whole picture? Well, when I look at them, They would probably be in the middle of our lineup. And you see that there are the eight and the nine hitters in this Braves lineup. It's as simple as this, guys. This Atlanta Braves team is so much better than what we are right now. And it's really not even just us. It isn't at all, in fact. This team is miles better than so many baseball teams right now. It's just simply unfair. You just look at it. You have Max Fried going last night. He improves to eight and one with a 255 ERA on the season. They had 18 hits in yesterday's ball game. And they just took advantage of Jake Irvin. It looked good for the first two innings. At first, I was thinking maybe we do have a chance because I was kind of feeling myself on Wednesday's show. I was talking up Jake Irvin and really the impressive season that he has had, especially over the last few starts. But we saw what happened. Couldn't make it out of the third inning there. The offense just took advantage of them. Ozzie Albies, Michael Harris, all the guys who are usual, typical suspects to really kind of kill the Washington Nationals, they did just that. And really, it's been a lot more than just that, really. Because when you talk about this Braves lineup and you compare it to the Nationals, you see the talent gap. You see what the difference is. They have built this organization, meaning the Braves, through their farm system, making all these savvy trades, drafting guys in the first round, kind of going under slot and going the analytical route, and you've seen that that has paid off for them. If the Nationals, which I do believe they are kind of building in that direction, as we've seen with Brady House, you traded for James Wood, the Nationals have some dynamic prospects similar to what the Braves had just a few years ago. But this is what it's about. This is what the Braves are. They've made all these smart decisions in the past, Signing Ronald Acuna Jr., which, by the way, the Nationals had him on the signing table. Never forget that. We almost got him. You got Ozzy Albies. You got Austin Riley. You traded for Matt Olson. You, oh, Marcel Azuna has been in kind of a disaster. But this year, he's been good for them. Michael Harris, a late-round pick out of high school. You developed him. He's been great so far. Travis Darnot. You got guys. You have the bullpen. And I know some Braves fans in particular – they kind of are a little wary about who guys should be coming out of the bullpen and whether if they do have this solid bullpen, but regardless of that point, it's still above average. And even then you see guys like Spencer Strider, who's kind of showed that he's human this year, but still it just comes in waves at you. This Braves team is really what I want the nationals to be down the line. And I know this isn't locked on Braves here. This is the locked on national show, but when you just look at them, How can you not be jealous of what they have? One through nine, they are talented. They can hit. They can hit for power. You have two guys right now, or really just one guy with Ronald Acuna Jr. who should be the MVP, but you could also make a case for Matt Olsen in the season that he's had, leading the majors in home runs. He knocked, what, his 53rd last night in the eighth inning off Corey Abbott? That's the kind of production that these guys are getting. And not even to mention what Ronald Acuna Jr. is doing this year. They just got guys, man. So with Jake Irvin and what he did yesterday, I kind of expected that. I expected them to take a hold of this rookie pitcher, someone who has really showed us a lot this year. But not enough to beat the Atlanta Braves. In those first two innings, they were good. But as we saw, as they saw him for a second time around, that's when they kind of grabbed him by the mouth and they chewed him like a chew toy. Simple as that. So when you talk about the Braves team and what they do best, going into the second time of that lineup with Jake Irvin up there, even if he's pitching well, even if he has all his stuff, all his A-game stuff, whatever you want to say about it, they're going to get him eventually. And it's not just Jake Irvin. This is every team in Major League Baseball. Now, kind of just looking into October here real quick, I don't know how you can't have the Atlanta Braves – as the team winning it all. At this point, I don't know how you can say that they aren't the best team in all of baseball. They got the best record. Uh, The Orioles, you could say whatever you want about them, but they don't have the starting pitching that the Braves do. And, yes, Braves fans and really the numbers have indicated that the starting pitching has fallen off a little bit, but they're going to be just fine. If you look at this team, who could possibly beat them in a five-game series or a seven-game series in the CS and as well as the World Series. The only team that I think that could even match up against them at this point is probably the Houston Astros. The only reason I say the Astros is because they always find a way to click in October. Simple as that. This Braves team is just flat out really good. So yesterday's loss, while it was a little discouraging, considering you gave up 18 hits, 10 earned runs, you had three hit, three runs of your, of your own, eight hits in total. It just wasn't the best offensive performance out there. And as we saw also with Alex Cole kind of having that misdirection early on in the game, running in, having the line drive go over his head, that's just kind of what happens against this team. That just is what goes our way when you play against this team. If you give them the mistakes, which that was clearly a mistake on Alex Cole, If you give them those opportunities, they're going to pounce, which is exactly what they did in that third inning. So what happened with yesterday's game, flush it down the toilet. You can't really say anything bad about that. The reason why I say that is because this team is simply so much better than us at this moment in time. And again, this isn't against the Nationals. This isn't me pushing them down. This is me propping up the Atlanta Braves. And some people may not be happy with that. I understand. They're kind of our rival. We've battled with them for the last decade. But the thing is, they're a good team and an even better organization at this moment in time. And obviously they have all these guys locked up for the long term and which other organizations in baseball, they don't do it. So as far as the Braves go, this just kind of goes to show how much further that the Nationals have to go entering next year and as well as two years away to contend against a team like this because they're not going anywhere. Their core, which is considered about eight to 10 guys, they're locked up for a while outside of Max Fried. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with them, because I do think the Nationals can compete with them. It's just a matter of when, not if. Thank you guys for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every single day. The Nationals play the Braves again tonight at 7.05 Eastern time. And it's a Keybert Ruiz bobblehead night and as well as 106.7, the fan night. So catch every pitch of the Nationals hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Just search Nationals there. And before we get into really just dissecting these minor league awards for the Nationals down there, obviously James Wood got a pretty big award, basically the MVP. We'll discuss all that and more because kind of a surprising pitcher you may or may not have heard of, got the Pitcher of the Year award. We'll discuss that. And also, we do have some prospect news on Jake Bennett and the reason why he hasn't been pitching lately. We'll get you that news. But before we get into all those things, let me tell you guys about our friends over at Bird Dogs. And guys, it's as simple as this, to where if I want to tell you guys about Bird Dogs, I want to tell you guys about the Bird Dog Stretch Khaki Shorts that are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird Dog Shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. And when I say they fit way better, take it from me. I got big legs. I don't hide it. But with Bird Dogs, it kind of just makes me feel better. It makes me feel more confident. And even then, with all that aside, You look good in them. It's just as simple as that. They fit nice. You look good. What else do you want when you're wearing bird dogs? And bird dogs are always functional for any occasion. I have my bird dogs on now. I'm wearing them. I'm going to work out. And then don't tell anyone I'm going to work in them as well. That's how flexible bird dogs are. Go to birddogscom slash locked on or enter promo code locked-on-mlb at checkout for a free bird dog water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com/slash-locked-on-mlb for a free water bottle at checkout. You want to want to take your bird dogs off? We promise you that. And also, before we get into the minor league awards, let us tell you about our friends over at Door Dash because you may be missing the syrup for your pancakes or maybe you just ran out of your favorite coffee creamer with DoorDash grocery delivery you can get what you want right when you need it you've trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites and now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers to even when i i now live at my on my own i have to learn how to cook all these different things I never have the right ingredients. That's why it's just a simple few clicks away with DoorDash. What I do, I go on there, I look for my grocery store, my local one, obviously, and I get all my ingredients. And Then all of a sudden, bam, delivered right to my door. I don't have to find anything. I don't have to worry or stress about if anything is there. DoorDash has me covered as I want you to be covered by my guys as well. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use code Locked on MLB at checkout. Limited time offer, terms apply. That's 50% off, up to $20, no minimum sum total, and zero delivery fees on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code locked on MLB, don't forget that's code locked on MLB for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. Now we get back into it as the Nationals have awarded some minor league awards and with the player of the year hitter of the year really pitcher of the year a defensive player of the year a base runner of the year and a Nats way award which was awarded to Jacob Young but I kind of want to focus in on our guys James Wood MLB minor league player or hitter of the year in the Nationals organization and this was really kind of a no-brainer decision if it was really up to me it would be James Wood, and I really wouldn't look back. But the other the other one on the flip side could have been Brady House. But it went to James Wood because of the raw power. And really, he just separated himself from the pack so far this season. We've talked about his home run numbers. Mike Rizzo has talked about his home run numbers with the junkies the other day on the fan. And it's as simple as this, that this guy has really kind of blossomed into this flower that we all expected. When you first plant that seed, we all knew about the development and what it could take and what it will take for him to get to this moment where he is right now. But we never really knew if he could get to that point. That's why he fell to the second round back in 2021. But over the last year, you've seen the power step up. You've seen his strikeout numbers hike just a little bit. But even then, his he's walking a little bit more as well. You've seen the plate discipline. You've seen the bat-to-ball skills that he does have, and he does have the potential to even bat over 300. That's the kind of talented player that James Wood is. And when you talk about his approach at the plate, while he went over to Double A this year, he struggled at moments of time, even as of recent. But over the last week and two weeks. It's probably been one of his better stretches. That's why I expected James Wood to maybe get that call up to AAA and see what he can do for the rest of September up there. But even then, really solid season for James Wood. A top 10 prospect in all of baseball. Really unanimously, if you check any site out there. I believe the Athletic is the only one that doesn't have him in the top 10 anymore. But this guy is a blue chip prospect. When you talk about Wood and really when he will be up in the big leagues, we all kind of talked about how he could be up here right now. He could be getting his opportunities in the bigs. But I think the more realistic option at this moment, obviously the 2023 part of this, it's past. It's not going to happen with James Wood here. But if you go into spring training, I certainly expect this guy is going to be playing or at least starting in 20 to 25 spring training contests. That's the kind of production that I think James Wood put up this year and kind of put him in a spot like Jordan Walker, of the St. Louis Cardinals this past year and have him compete for an opening day spot. And now James Wood, he's not going to get the fourth outfielder spot. If James Wood is not going to be your starting center fielder or right fielder or left field, whatever you decide to put him at, then he's not going to be on the national team come opening day. But that's the kind of spot that James Wood has put himself in at this moment, just by simply hitting the crap out of the baseball, hitting for power, getting on base, even getting that average up, just a little bit more from what we have seen, because that's where James Wood is going to separate himself. And while he's the big marquee prospect in this in this award, you could say, the Nationals also kind of have someone who has laid low a little bit. The pitcher of the year, and while Jake Bennett, I do want to get to that news in just a little bit, but Andrew Alvarez, someone, again, who's not really all that well-known, But what he has done after being a 12th round pick back in 2021 for this nationals team, and what he did in 2023 for high A Wilmington and as well as double A Harrisburg in 22 starts this season in 26 appearances, he's got a 299 ERA in 129 and a third innings pitch and a 117 whip. Left-handed pitcher, six foot three, two hundred and fifteen pounds. Alvarez has impressed this year, but let's just be completely transparent here. Is this guy going to be some stud up in the major leagues? At this moment, it's way too early to indicate anything, but it tells me this. Having someone who was drafted in the 12th round, and we know a lot of pitchers in this organization, there are some really lofty performances. You can talk about Jackson Rutledge, what he did in A to start off the year. You can talk about Yarlin Susanna and the stretch that he had with Fredericksburg. You can talk about Jake Bennett and what he did in Fredericksburg to start the year. Because Jake Bennett probably would have been the pitcher of the year, in my opinion, if he were to stay healthy. But if you guys haven't seen it already, Grant Paulson he reported that Jake Bennett did have Tommy John surgery and will likely be out the rest of, or he's going to be out the rest of the year, but he's likely going to be out the entirety of 2024 as well. First and foremost, such a dagger for us. It is a killer to have that. But here's kind of the positive side of it, you could say. At least this is happening now. You don't really want it to happen in Kabali situation right before your first full season in the majors. You're going to be cracking the rotation and hopefully having that breakout rookie campaign that we all hope for. But that did not happen. He got Tommy John surgery back in spring training and he's out for the entirety of 2023 but at least Kabali is throwing now so that is a headed in a good direction you could say to the least but with as far as bennett goes it sucks it just completely sucks because i think he was going to be the guy to really skyrocket throughout this farm system and he's still going to have plenty of opportunities to tommy john surgery is just so common nowadays and also i kind of read this the other day Uh, from, I wish I had the story right in front of me right now, but with the new pitch clock and everything, a lot of people are and doctors in particular who are talked about and quoted in this story. A lot of doctors are saying that the new pitch clock and the new rules in baseball could be causing these frequent arm injuries because of the lack of time that you have in between pitches because they've never seen these tears like they have seen right now. It almost looks like your arm is like exploded. In a sense, that was kind of one of the quotes that was pretty jarring to say the least. That's not, I'm not saying that's what happened with Jake Bennett, but with the new rules and the new pitch clock and everything like that, it does kind of bring up these questions of is it healthy for these guys to do this? Is it healthy to have a every 15 seconds you should be throwing your pitch and getting your strike or ball, whatever it is? That's going to be an interesting topic of discussion as far as. The Players Association goes, see what they think, because you're starting to see a lot more arm injuries, and you have to wonder, is it because of these new rules, or whatever it may be, or is it just freak injuries in general? It's certainly an interesting discussion. That's something we can do another day from there. But James Wood and Andrew Alvarez, shout out to them. Both solid seasons. And Andrew Alvarez is certainly on my radar, as it should be for years as well moving forward. But let's preview tonight's Nationals game as the Nationals get ready for game two against the Atlanta Braves. And of course, you're just two wins away from 70 wins on the season. That is my goal. If we get there, I will be a happy, happy, happy camper heading into 2023. But before we preview that game, let me tell you guys about our friends over at FanDuel. And you have to snap into the action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. And if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. And the app is so easy to use, there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders and much, much more. So visit fanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official sport partner of the NFL. And thank you guys for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every single day. The Nationals are again playing the Braves tonight at 7:05 Eastern Time. Catch every pitch of the Nationals hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Just search Nationals there and Tonight, you got a solid pitching matchup if this was 2019, but you got the Braves, kind of back-end starter who's been unbelievable this year. year 39-year-old Charlie Morton who's got a 3, really a 301 ERA over his last seven starts, but most importantly, he's got 50 strikeouts in his last seven starts, and he's always kind of been a strikeout guy as we've kind of seen over the years. He's bounced around from team to team, but over the last few years with the Braves, When they signed him to that contract, I always kind of thought that could kind of blow up in your face. But as I'm wrong plenty of times, I admit I'm very wrong a lot, he's been really solid for them this year. Over the course of the season, and really over the second half, he's gotten a lot better for them. And When you have kind of that veteran presence in your clubhouse, not only is it good for your young starting pitchers like a Spencer Strider, for example, but You just know that you can rely on him. And he's going up against Patrick Corbin tonight, and which I guess you could say is our version of Charlie Morton, except the lefty version and as well as the not as good version, to be nice to say the least. But here's the thing with Charlie Morton is that he's not going to give you opportunities. He doesn't give up the long ball. He's not going to walk too many batters. And obviously he has some put away pitches as well. With this Nationals lineup, you look at the left. Luis Garcia, C.J. Abrams, Kibet Ruiz, whatever it is, you need your lefties to take advantage of them tonight because Charlie Morton against right-handed hitters has dominated so far this season. And with guys like Lane Thomas, who has not been able to hit lefties, or hit righties rather, in this season and really in his career as a whole that well, you look at him and say, yikes. You look at... Other guys, whatever it may be, if it's Michael Chavis coming off the bench, yikes. All these different situations, all of them all add up. But I want to see some sort of production tonight. I want to see some competitive baseball. Because while, again, it's not the most favorable matchup with Patrick Corbin going up against Morton, but we've seen moments of this team that just surprise you. You've seen this team. I believe in this Nationals team. I believe that we're a much better team than even what the record says. I believe that this team is a lot closer than a lot of people think across baseball. Show them tonight. Get to 70 wins. Get to 69 wins tonight, and then you have the opportunity to get to 70, and everyone will be happy. It's simple. That simple. The game plan is simple. You go out there. Hopefully, Patrick Corbin can go five-plus innings, in which he has done in every single start besides two so far this season. If Corbin can come in, look good, Charlie Morton looks human, you get the ball around, you knock the yard, maybe get a home run or two. You never know. Luis Garcia, he's kind of been a little hot lately. You have different opportunities. It's just a matter of if this Nationals team can really take advantage of it. Because, And also, by the way, I don't know if you guys have checked the weather. Saturday, there's no chance of that game being played. There's supposedly a tropical storm or something like that coming our way. It's going to be raining 100% chance the entire day tomorrow. No chance that game happens. And then on Sunday, even more rain. Who knows what's going to happen with that? But at this moment in time, I don't know. I don't know if the Nationals will be able to play the last two games. I don't know if they're going to be canceled. You never really know with these, especially at Nationals Park and especially in the D.C. area. They could say there's a 100% chance of rain, and then all of a sudden, it's dry, it's sunny. There's really nothing else to worry about. So we'll just have to see what happens. But again, the Nationals are playing the Atlanta Braves tonight at 7.05 Eastern Time, and you can catch every pitch of the Nationals' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Nationals there. And of course, I will be there tonight. It's Kiba Wee's bobblehead night, 106.7 the fan night as well. I'll be running around the park and having some fun. Hopefully see some of you guys out there. And, of course, maybe I'll see you guys at the game. If you do, come say hi. Other than that, I'll catch you guys on the flip side. Enjoy your weekend.